Hi, everyone. Welcome to the next episode of the Bay Street Capital Holdings podcast titled, How Do You Do It and Why Should I Care? This series aims to highlight women doing amazing work in various industries. So today we are so lucky to be joined by Sydney Jornel, who is a government relations manager at Aurora. Hi, Sydney. Lovely to have you on the show. Hi, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Um, so let's start off with a quick introduction about who you are and perhaps an answer to the question of the podcast, which is, how do you do it and why should I care? Great. Yeah. And thank you so much for having me. Um, I, I listened to some of the previous ones and just amazing, uh, amazing women and amazing speakers. Um, but uh, kind of how did I do it and why should you care? Um, so I will be completely frank that I, I didn't know this role, this industry. Um, I, I work in government relations. Uh, right now I'm working for a self-driving tech company called Aurora. Um, I didn't even know that this job existed. Uh, until a few years ago. So um, how did you do it? I think a lot of it is following uh, what is of interest, right? Um, I, I thought self-driving technology, that sounds neat. Um, that sounds challenging. I'd like to be a part of that. And um, I had already been working in government relations and so found a way to tie the two together. Um, but um, I say all that in that there are there are so many jobs that we don't know will exist tomorrow, right? They don't exist today, and and we can't predict what it'll look like. And so, um, I think it's been a lot about the skills uh, you build in order to pivot uh, to whatever job may be out there. Definitely, I agree. And you mentioned that you didn't really know much about this industry before you kind of joined. So I'm curious, what inspired you to join? Was it sort of like a leap of faith, or was it something you'd been waiting to do for a while? Yeah. And you mean particularly for the self-driving? Yes. Yeah. So I, um, I've i worked for two different self-driving companies. And um, I honestly, I was looking at the roles, right? I was thinking, you know, I, I like doing government community relations and I wanted something challenging, something where there was no, no playbook. Um, no one's done it before. And sure enough, self-driving cars, uh, no one's done that, right? We're kind of we're seeing it unfold as we go. And, and that was, I thought that's exciting. I can, I, I understand the merits and the mission. Um, and I, that, I think that's always important in these roles that you align. And this idea of, you know, making roads safer uh, was something that really interested me. And then um, I thought this is challenging and exciting. And um, I, yeah, but honestly, I, I, one of these things that I didn't even know, I didn't even know there were government relations roles in self-driving uh, companies. So Definitely. No, I think it's very important. And as you mentioned, there are still roles being created as we speak, you know, and in the next 10 years, there will probably be more roles in technology, not only on the sort of hardware tech side, but also, you know, to do with government relations and corporate relations and just the soft skills as well. So um, I'm I'm curious what kind of were the best resources that helped you along in your journey because as you mentioned you know this job might not have been created like a few years ago. Yeah, I think I for me it was very much mentors, right? And and everyone talks about these as if it's so easy to find a mentor that they just you know, but it, it's you know the folks who you resonate with who you're able to kind of tell them, hey, I don't know what job I'd like, I don't know what I'm passionate about. Um, and I think, you know, I had a few mentors who, you know, told me, well, you know, look at the role, see what excites you. Right. And and for many of these, you know, the industry may be different, but this is something you can ramp up easily. Right. Be a quick study. 
um, so that whatever industry it is, you can pivot. And I think that is what really helped me was rather than being fixated on the particular industry I wanted to be in, instead, I looked at the role. What was the kind of role that I would enjoy? And then, you know, would come across, I mean, just tons of different uh, companies, super fascinating, but all very different. Um, Definitely. Yeah, for sure. And um, as you mentioned, you'd work at you've, you'd worked at two previous, um, you know, autonomous vehicle uh, companies before. So I'm just curious, were there any lessons that you wish you would have known before joining the industry? Any lessons? So I think I probably underestimated just how difficult it would be to introduce a new technology um, mm-hmm. into communities. Uh, I think there is still a lot of trust that needs to be built between um, you know, your your residents who see self-driving cars on the road. And I, I underestimated that. And that's, um, I think I take that a lot more seriously now. Uh, because, you know, if, if, if you can't get in the car, if you can't ask questions, if, if you don't know how to reach me, right, um, you, you, you don't understand how the technology works. And it doesn't, uh, it doesn't seem as safe as you'd like it to be. Um, so I think, that is something that is something that I, I, I wish I had taken a little bit uh, more seriously prior. And I, I take that very seriously now. But uh, I think I didn't I underestimated that piece. For sure. For sure. And um, following on from that, it probably was a good learning opportunity for you to learn how hard it was to introduce a new technology into society. But I'm curious as to what would you say in your career was your biggest failure and what did you learn from it? That's a, that's a good one. Um, so, so I will, I will just start off that I, I make mistakes all the time, um, that it's like never ending. And I think we're often hardest on ourselves, right? Uh, when we do make a mistake and it happens to everyone and it happens often and frequently, and you really have to figure out how you pick yourself up. Um, but I think there, I'd say one of the kind of two, I'll, I'm going to do two if that's okay. Um, one is, sometimes just not speaking up, right? Feeling that you're in the room and you don't have the experience or you, you know, they know better, right? Your opinion, you'll save it for later. Um, and when you do that, right, you, you, you kind of set a precedent that you're not, you're not expressing yourself or you're perhaps a little, you know, insecure that someone's going to tell you it's not a good idea. And um, I think that has happened a lot where I just don't say any, I haven't said anything. Um, and I, and I certainly wish I had. And, um, you know, another, I'd say another one is, um, we sometimes we, we take the job, right. And, and we accept some of the role in the culture, um, because we think that's just how it goes. And that is, I think that's incorrect. You, you have to always be thinking, is that how it goes? Why? Like, why is that? Why is that assumption there? And so I've certainly been in cases where um, I've not stood up in a way or I've not expressed my opinions. And I think, you know, that just comes with time and I'm still learning it. But um, certainly have been moments where um, I uh, I accepted what I thought I deserved and uh, that wasn't quite right. Well, at least you learned that. And, you know, you can go forth in your career and now know what you you know need to know. Yeah, that's wonderful. Um, And then following on from that, what is one piece of advice that you would give somebody who was wanting to pursue a career similar to yours? So I think 
one piece of advice, so specifically for self-driving technology, that industry, you don't need to be an engineer. So mm-hmm. certainly there are roles, right? But this is a technology that has a business side to it. So if you are a creative thinker, um, if you like, you know, the challenge, a new technology, there are so many roles on the business side, right? Marketing, what I do, government relations, finance, all of that. Um, but specifically, I think for government relations, because you'll likely, you know, be in different industries throughout your career, it's it's so important to 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 have that network um, that you can rely on and, and ask opinions of. Um, I think I mentioned this earlier to just to be a quick study and um, eager to learn. So if you don't know the industry, the technology, you you jump in and learn it. And then I think. This is one advice too I would give is just to to be humble as well. There are many folks who have come before and and who have kind of paved the way. There are communities that have um, concerns and thoughts about whatever industry you may be in, and it's important that they they are heard as well. Definitely, and thank you for that advice. And um, I'm sure you're very busy, uh, obviously, with your full time job. But what have you read or listened to recently that's really inspired you? Yes. What did I, so I read one recent, I think probably a lot of folks read this during the pandemic, um, but I read uh, Range by David Epstein and um, it was focusing on, there've been a lot of articles that focus or books that focus on specialists. And this was Mm -hmm. focusing more on generalists and the, um, the importance there of kind of having a general set of skills that you can easily adapt. And I, given I am more of a generalist, I thought, well, great. That was, you know, that was great to um, read. And then something completely not not related to any of that. I've been listening to a lot more podcasts. And one that I really like is called Memory Palace. And it's kind of a sweet little podcast that kind of focuses on the small things. And I think this past year has really highlighted that those are some of the things that matter most, ones that we took for granted before. And this podcast really gets to that and kind of gives me perspective. Um, so that would be one I'd recommend. And they're very short, so you can definitely fit them in in your day. How lovely. Um, and then you touched upon this earlier when you were mentioning the importance of mentors, but I'm curious as to who were three people in your life who have been the most influential to you? Um, so I'd say certainly, I mean, Certainly, I, I, many may say this, I'm not sure, but my parents, I, I, you know, those are the ones who have pushed me, you know, that kind of unconditional support and that, you know, that helps you take the risks um, that you might not otherwise take. Um, I'd say another one would be my very first boss. Um, he was just so supportive and someone that I still look up to, that I still ask for advice. And I think what was wonderful there was someone who who was invested that, you know, I had growth in those roles and that my interest, um, that I was able to align them with the company as well. And um, I will say, just as a side note, managers, whether they're good or bad, I think have an incredible influence on, on you and your career path. And so uh, you learn from the bad ones, you learn a lot, just as much as you learn from the good ones. Um, but those are very influential. And then the last one I'd mention is I I had the chance in my previous job to staff an executive um, who we did a lot of events together and she was just just wonderful. I've never met an executive so approachable um, who was truly, 
trying to understand um, across, you know, the chain of communication, uh, trying to encourage everyone to find a way to have a voice. And I, I've just never quite met an executive that was just so willing to speak to someone many levels below. She always had the time and um, she too has been very much influential in, in how I've gone about, uh, you know, thinking about my career since. Wonderful. And then finally, to round off our conversation, what is one piece of advice that you wish you gave yourself at any point in your life? One piece of advice? Um, I think uh, I'm going to do two. One would be just that your job is just one piece of your identity. I think we often, especially um, in the U.S., there's a tendency to believe that uh your job and your life are one and the same and you need to find a way to make, you know, your life's passion, also your work. And I I don't know that that's always the case. That's uh, easier said than done. Um, So it's just one piece of your identity. And then the other advice I wish I'd given myself is just that uh, team culture and your manager, it matters. So don't underestimate um, what a team, you know, the, the way a team culture could impact you. Um, I think we often think we can handle anything and that's true, but also um, it, it just makes for a much better work experience when you have a team uh, that you can rely on and that supports you. Yes, I definitely agree. And what a lovely piece of advice to end on. So thank you so much, Sydney, for taking the time to speak with me today. It was truly engaging to have this conversation with you. Yes. And thank you so much for having me. It was uh, wonderful to chat. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.